Welcome to another day in paradise. My name is Rachel and I will be your host for Hungry to Live. You might be wondering, why is she so hungry and why doesn't she just eat? Well, I asked myself that question for two years. I am in recovery. I should say I'm actually recovered, but I'm a human being, which means that sometimes I struggle with things and I'm not necessarily fully recovered all the time. But I tell my story through the lens of recovery. I was anorexic and exercise bulimic. I was consumed by all the numbers, the calories, the calories I was eating, the calories I was emitting by exercise. I don't know if I mentioned I was exercise bulimic as well. So anything I took in, I wanted to put out. I restricted, I binged, I worked out. Sometimes I went to sleep and my heart palpitated. I didn't know if I'd wake up in the morning. But all through this experience, I realized I had a hunger, but it wasn't a hunger for food. It was a hunger for more, a hunger for life, a hunger for experiencing things that I knew were right there, but I couldn't touch them. I couldn't eat them. I couldn't get satiated because I wasn't listening to myself. Through my journey, I realized that what's the most important thing is to listen to your intuition Tell your story, connect with people in ways that you wish people connected with you while you were going through this process of self-discovery. You name it, I did it in the sense of food. I didn't eat, I ate too much, I worked it off. I obsessed over what meal I was going to eat, what meal I didn't eat. I was watching cooking shows and I was reading menus. It took over every part of my life. It makes me think of these two poems I wrote during recovery when I was 23. Keep in mind, this was over a decade ago. When I was 23, I wanted to start a podcast, but I didn't think what I had to say was important. And that's exactly why I started this podcast today. While I have these exact words at 23, they're just as important today as they were then. They may even be more important because as a teacher, I see younger kids and the younger generation struggling with the things I struggled with in my 20s, and they are preteens. So I'd like to read two poems that I wrote. The first one is titled, Hi, My Name Is. Yes, I like Eminem, and that's all right. It's a feeling I get and I can't explain. If I don't do something about it, I feel the pain. If I give into the disease, I live in vain. It's a feeling I get and I can't explain. All day, I'm harassed by these thoughts. In a vicious cycle, I am caught between what is healthy and what can be deadly. I am strapped for consciousness from what society has fed me. And the second one is titled, Dear Bill. For all those who are in recovery and have been in any 12-step, you know Bill becomes your best friend. An addiction resides deeper than one can perceive. It starts in the mind and fights not to leave. 
For all who host this perpetual deceit, remember, we all struggle to name the manifestation of the same disease. And that's why I'm here, not to read poetry, but to have a show and connect with those people who need to know that they're not alone. I always told my mom since I was a kid I was going to have my own show. Growing up in the 90s, I thought I would be in a remake of Dawson's Creek and be the Katie Holmes character. And here I am. That didn't happen. I also thought I was going to bring back Singled Out and be the next Jenny McCarthy and win people over by my personality. I realized I didn't have to be on a dating show to do that. I do that naturally. And at the end of the day, I'm 15 years older than the average age of all the Spice Girls when they became famous. So here I am with my own podcast. It's not just a podcast for me. It's a podcast for all of you. I had big dreams in my teens, in my 20s, and now in my 30s. But I still have big dreams. I have my own show, whatever that means. And you can have your own show too. It's just why I'm here, to talk to all of you and connect with you. Anything is possible, no matter what you have been through. We have all had to overcome something in our journey to be where we are. And that's what's so great about growing up and finding your people, finding those people who connect with you because of those traumas and those times that you thought you couldn't go on and you're still here and I'm still here. And it's amazing because together we can have this space to talk about all the things we were told not to talk about. And we can all connect with each other in this way that we all sat behind a closed door in our rooms in high school, listening to music and realize we're not alone. And it's okay to still be that broken child. It kind of reminds me of this next poem I want to read. I also wrote this one during my recovery. It's called Imagine. And for all those who know me, you know I'm a huge fan of the Beatles. And I have an undying love for John Lennon. Imagine, like my predecessors, I want these words to change the world. They were all young and passed too soon, but looked deep inside themselves in order to find a timeless message waiting to be unfurled. And if you open your eyes, all you need is the light from the moon to guide you through this journey. It is easy to fulfill your dreams if you hold on to what is important, even when things get murky. Find what is connected and look for themes because what is supposed to be has a purpose. Never giving up is key. It starts with one, every movement, every idea, everything. Without one, you wouldn't have two, you wouldn't have three, you wouldn't have four, you wouldn't have a population of almost 8 billion people. And it's growing. If someone didn't believe in what they wanted, why should somebody else? I know what I want. And I want to help those who feel like they are alone. One can change the world. One person one voice, and one podcast. Again, you're listening to Hungry to Live. It's a new podcast, and I hope you stay tuned. I know who I am. I am me. I am the woman who was told at a young age that I am an old soul. That's a lot to process. 
I was a girl who felt like she had to parent her mom. And I'm all right with saying that and accepting that because that has helped shape who I am now. And mom, if you're listening, while I still have some things I need to work out and work through, it has made me a stronger human, an individual, and helped create this path I'm on now. I was a preteen who struggled immensely with body image, body dysmorphia, and unhealthy eating habits. I restricted, I binged, I did things to rid myself of calories. I want to be cognizant of the listeners, so I will not go too much into detail about those things. But I do know that there was a lot more going on than just the food. Nights when my heart would palpitate, as I had talked about before. Days when I would ride my bike to work, and both my bike and myself didn't weigh enough to set off the sensors in the street. I now am a woman who has a lot to say, but has been too afraid to open my mouth because I didn't think it was important. I'm a sister, a daughter, a cousin, a friend. I am a hard worker, a human being. I make mistakes and I'm humbled every single time. I have learned that saying sorry and being the bigger person, even when I felt like it wasn't my fault, is a sense of humility and understanding that makes me feel so much smaller when the rest of the world is so large. It puts me back in my place. I'm a special education teacher who gives voice to children who do not know how to find their own. I'm not just a teacher. I am a teacher of young children and shape minds of little humans who have a lot to offer, but are oftentimes overlooked because of their age. Let me tell you, these kids are way smarter than we give them credit for. They hear everything. They absorb everything. And they are living in a time where information is coming at them at exorbitant speeds. They need adults to help support them in order to understand and navigate the world in which they live. This is happening a lot. Children are looking for deep connections with adults in their life, but are having trouble trying to find the words to express what they need because they don't have models in their life who have fully figured themselves out due to traumas that they had endured as children themselves. And that's okay because we're all going through this process together. It's important to have awareness. And that's another reason why I have this podcast, having awareness that when you go through something and you realize you are not the best version of yourself and the best version for your child, it's not too late to start over and figure out what it is you need in order to be the best for someone else. Children need both emotional and physical space in order to grow. It is easier said than done. Not everyone has the capacity to do both at any one time. But having the awareness about that will help our future generations. Things are not important. Things, meaning giving your child a gift. Yes, it's nice because they want it. But what's really important are memories, conversation, quality time, and vacations. Those all need to be part of relationships, not just parent-child relationships. Parent-parent, parent-sibling, sibling-sibling, friends, partners, classmates. We are all responsible for each other. We are all part of the human race. You might not always like what I have to say. You might not like all the guests that I have on my show. It's not about that. It's about the human connection over stigma, taboos, and traumas that we were told to never share. 
I will be having weekly unapologetic conversations with people from all walks of life about something they have overcome to get to where they are today. It is titled Hungry to Live because as I said before, I've been in recovery from anorexia and exercise bulimia. And the only thing that was constantly present in my recovery was my hunger to survive, tell my story and remind people that all challenging moments in one's life is not the end, but rather the beginning to something great. All I can do is hope that you, the listener, leaves after every episode with a sense of ease and empowerment, that you are more than who you were believed to be before you listened. It's a large feat to tackle, but I used to hope I would wake up in the morning and I'm still here. So I think I'm ready to take it on and I'm hoping you're ready to take it on. From time to time, I think about why I did not start this podcast sooner. I always ran away from the things that were most important and used other things to fill that void. That part of the cyclical process of recovery. And it is part of the process and cycle of addiction I am actually breaking. For example, during COVID-19 phase one, I decided while teaching virtually full-time to go back to school and get my master's in administrative credential. During COVID-19 phase two, while I was finishing my accelerated program to get my master's in administrative credential, I decided to check myself in to intensive outpatient program, because while I was getting better, there were still things triggering me and putting me back into that cycle that I wanted to get out of. After I was able to find new tools to get me to a better, healthier place, I was caught up right now, phase three of COVID-19, COVID-2022, and I'm here to start a podcast. And I'm here to share with you that no matter how many times you fall, you can get back up. I'm overcoming my weaknesses and taking it one day at a time. I am not a stereotype. I am Rachel, and I'm here to connect with you. This is my story, but it's not only about me. It's about everyone who struggles and cannot find the right words to express themselves. Here's one last poem. A vision quest with nothing to see. Life is a test. Connection is free. It's in our head a challenge to live through. Mortal until death, searching for what is true. Where is this all going? Why am I here? Just keep going. What is to fear? Is it lineage or a collective consciousness? In between, we take a pilgrimage. The goal is to not remain monotonous. Like a wave crashing on the shore, a fleeting moment, always at war. Stay calm or the cause will foment. What we will undergo is a metamorphosis. Give it time. The larger picture is beyond meticulous. Giving up is the ultimate crime. Remember, tune in next week. I'll have Martine Bierman. Until then, you can find me at hungry2live.com or on Instagram at hungry.the2.live. See you next week. In the right place, in the wrong way. Down on my luck, there were dark days. Had to switch it up, make it okay So I gave up on the rat race Learned from my past and my mistakes Still got time, never too late No, I don't care what they say I came here to stay
Never gave up cause I gotta, gotta, gotta have it Through the darkness, through the tears Turn the lights on, face my fears Never gave up cause I 